When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Forever. Dog. Do not go gentle into that good night. Poetry, I feel, is a tyrannical discipline. I was trying to tell a story. The book came to me in a sort of a haze. This is how to write a good short story. No hope, just booze and madness. Everyone in the world has gone to bed one night or another with fear. I saw the best minds of my generation destroyed by madness. Now, lend me your ears. Hello, and welcome to Literati, a podcast about books and the idiots who write them. We're your hosts, Michael Wolf. That's me. And Colin O'Brien. That's him. And we are overjoyed to be here with you, our dear, dear listeners. You know, it's always been a dream of ours to host a literary podcast. Ever since we were little, teeny tiny boys, we wanted to host a podcast. It's true. You know, I remember being four years old and my mother asking me what I wanted to be when I grew up. And I'd say, I want to be a podcast host. And my mother was like, what the fuck are you talking about? What the hell is a podcast? It's 1987. Podcasts aren't a thing. I don't know if they'll ever be a thing. I can't see into the future. You know what? Just play with your toys. Mommy needs a third glass of wine. But look at you now. And look at me now. I guess we both proved your drunk mother wrong. (laughs) We certainly did. But achieving your dreams isn't just about proving the people who never believed in you wrong. Although that is a pretty big part of it for me. Yes. The satisfaction that comes with proving your haters wrong is a big part of following your dreams. But it's also important to have dreams and goals of your own to give you something to work towards. Something to keep you motivated. To keep you hungry. That's right. And just like the title of Sebastian Maniscalco's new book instructs you to do, Stay Hungry. Oh, Italian-American comedian Sebastian Maniscalco? That's the one. I love it. (laughs) And like the hit song by 80s new wave band Duran Duran, you must be hungry like the wolf. And like those hippos from that board game, we must constantly be hungry hungry. Yes, and um, you must also be like Colin and I, who haven't eaten in six hours. Hungry. Very hungry. So we wanted to share our goals, our hopes and dreams with you, the listeners, so that you can be inspired to set goals and achieve them. Think of this segment like a Burger King commercial, making you hungry. But instead of making you hungry for hemmed burgers and frigid fried potatoes, we will make you hungry for making your own dreams come true. Now, we know you listen to us, and you probably think we have it all. Oh, boy. A, pod- <laughs> a podcast listened to by dozen of people. But you can't rest on your laurels. You have to keep reaching for the stars, Literati Nation. You know, I just got informed it's Literati Semi-State. Literati Semi-State. Keep reaching for those stars. Keep striving for more. Keep bettering yourselves. And so... We present to you now, Colin and Michael's Goals and Aspirations. Right off the bat, number one, we have a shared goal to become published authors. We both want this one. Yeah. Colin said it was his goal, and I said, ah, ah, not so fast. That's also my goal. Yeah, this one's a given. Of course we want that. And, you know, we've written tons and tons of books, but you're not really an author until someone transcribes the writing you've done with your own blood on your bathroom walls and turns it into an ink and paper book. Those are just the rules. I have a goal to move to Tibet for a year and write a novel. I have a goal to move to Portland, Oregon for about three months and write a zine. Mm, That's a good one. I like it because it seems very achievable. (laughs) That being said, zines can be long. Seven, eight pages. (sighs) I'm going to have to cut it down, yeah. Yeah, you know, maybe more of a brochure. Yeah. I want to get a paper cut from the oldest book in America. I want to deadlift the heaviest book on earth. Do you do CrossFit? I don't. No. Okay, well, you know what? Well, they can't see me, right? No, they can't see you. So, yes. Okay. And that's why I'm so strong. That explains the muscles. Yep. I want to design the world's thickest bookmark. Thicker than any book that could hold it. 
I want to rip out a page from the Book of Kells and roll a big fat doobie with it. Is that a famous book? It, it is. It's, it's like an old the, Irish book. Yeah, it's uh, it's at Trinity College in Dublin, and oh. I think it's famous for being old. In addition to that, I also want to be the first person to finally crack the Da Vinci Code. I want to be the first person to read the Da Vinci Code all the way through. No one's done it. Not yet. A lot of people have started it. I want to learn the difference between a colon and a semicolon. I want to learn the difference between a colon and the large intestine. And just again, to refresh the listeners, (laughs) these are goals and aspirations that Colin and I have in our writing careers. I want to find my pen. It was a nice one. One of those fountain tip pens. I lost it like six years ago and I will never stop looking for it. I want to learn how to use this fancy fountain pen that I found in Michael's desk. I want to can't figure it out. I want to ask you questions about that. Do we have time for me to ask? No, we really got to keep it moving. Okay, sure. I want to be the first person to read The Little Prince in space. And while I'm up there, I also have a goal to eat a teeny tiny piece of the moon. Oh, I like that one. Mm. Just seems like it would have a good I mean, crunch to it. You might as well. You're already up there. If I'm going up there, that's the You're time to do it. You're going to regret it if you don't eat Two a teeny tiny piece stone. of the moon. I want to prove that the pen is mightier than the sword. By having a fight to the death with my neighbor Craig, who sucks, by the way, using only Bic ballpoint pens as our weapons. Last man standing gets to be president of the apartment board of directors. Wow, it sounds like there's a whole backstory between you and Craig. Yeah, I, uh, I'll i get into it in a later podcast. Okay. Yeah, uh, I have uh, I've definitely a lot of the books I've written have addressed. The, there's a backstory there. If, yeah, if that's one them. of the yeah. critiques you've been getting from the publishing houses is like, Colin, the, the story here is amazing, but you keep adding chapter after chapter, uh, detouring into how much you hate None Craig. None of us know who Craig is. And I want to finally get a library card. I've heard a lot of good things about libraries, and I think it's time that I check one out. I want to start a book club, but instead of discussing books we've read, we smoke opium and pass out on mattresses scattered about the floor. Oh, um, Colin, I think what Hmm? you're describing is uh, an opium den. Opium den. Yes, that's it. I want to start an opium den. And finally, we want to work up the nerve to call our moms and say, see, we did it. We became something. Now pour us some of that wine. Give me some wine, Mom. There. There you have it. We hope that hearing about our literary goals and aspirations will inspire you, our fellow readers and writers. But now we'd like to introduce our guest for this episode. Yes, and Michael, while you do that, I am going to order some food on Seamless. Mm. I'm seriously so fucking hungry right now. All that talk about staying hungry did not help. No, that actually made my appetite even even worse. Um, I am really starting to yeah. think that we should at least bring in some almonds, if if nothing else, to yeah, the studio. absolutely. Plus, you know, eating lunch has been a goal of mine ever since breakfast. That, that's another dream achieved, I guess. <laughs> anyway, on to our guest for today. Yes. Uh, we are so excited to have her with us today. Uh, she has been writing in a pretty exciting genre, yeah. uh, a genre of book that you have probably heard of and seen in bookshelves everywhere. You know, the, the books with the titles like The Astronaut's Wife or The Time Traveler's Wife. Yeah, in the TV world, there's The Good Wife. Of course. Yeah. And this new book of hers follows in this rich tradition. And I'm so excited to hear about it. It's probably going to be just as, as successful as these other ones. No yeah. doubt. Yeah. The book is called The Horse's Wife, and our author is here with us, Diana Lincoln Gorbin Green O'Connell. Hello. Hello. Thank you so much for having me, Oh, boys. thank you for being here. <laughs> yeah, we are honored. The wife community, mm. as you know, it, we're thriving. Oh, We're yeah. here, we say. <laughs> oh. Here we are. It's so cool. Define to... us by our husbands. <laughs> exactly. The first thing that uh, you get about this character is the profession of the person they're married to. And I of think course. that's so bold. Mm-hmm. It's the most important thing. Absolutely. Yeah. Is there a more important job than being the wife of the profession? I think the only thing I would say is to be a mother, I think, is the most mm. important job. Well, Ooh. to be a mother. Ooh. You're just, probably a wife. Oh, okay. That's true. <laughs> you got me. And, uh, you know, I mean, not to to pitch out new book ideas before we've even heard the excerpt mm. for this one, but The Mother's Husband. Oh, wow. Um, <laughs> My gears are turning. No. No. Well, yeah. no. We no. defer to you, Diana Lincoln, <laughs> yeah. Gorbin, Green, O'Connell. In yeah. a way, disrespectful to women. Okay. Okay, fair It's enough. about the wife. You're gotcha. right. You're right. We You're should right. step back. Yeah. And in... The uh, nature of stepping back, we will now uh, step back and set the stage for you and your reading. 
Thank you so much. This is um, chapter 10 of my newest one, The Horse's Wife. I woke with a start. The room was empty. I could see the flies lazily buzzing against the dusty, hazy sunlight, seemingly as weighed down by the oppressive heat as the rest of us. I glanced over to our specially made oversized door. It was ajar. The fly mask was hanging on the hook. Jeremiah hadn't gotten here yet. I tried to fight down my disappointment that was trying to push its way through my relief. I put on my dressing robe over my cotton nightdress and picked my way across the massive dumps of my husband on the dirt floor of our humble but warm home. I held my hand up to shield my eyes from the bright mid-August Virginia sky. Chester was in the field, his tail moving back and forth. I watched my husband for a moment and then went to him. Good morning, darling. <sighs> he said. Have you had breakfast? I'll make you some. I went over to the barn and got a bucket. As I washed it at the water pump, my mind wandered. It suddenly dawned on me that it had been exactly one year since my ma and pa had arranged my marriage. Charlotte had disgraced the family by becoming with child out of wedlock and running off with the clever, tall, rich, handsome Ernest Smithson, and my parents saw only one way out of social exile. No one wanted to do business with the kin of Charlotte, who now lived in a mansion in the big city. I remember hearing the whispers from the other room when I was but a girl with ribbons in my hair. Chester Clydesdale, the best horse in town, needed a wife. Everyone respected him. He was one of the first horses to be a pony in the Pony Express. But he was so much older than me, and he kept so to himself. Annabella's of marrying age. This will be a fine match, I heard my father say. I had to say something. I burst into the room. Papa, you can't mean it. What about my plans to become a school teacher and help the children learn about the new invention that is triangles? It's the only way to save the family's reputation. Don't be selfish. It must be done. I looked at my mother. My dear, I am sorry, she said, her voice wavering, but it's best for everyone. We married a week later at a small ceremony on the farm. I wore my mother's wedding dress and had to feed him carrots throughout to keep him from trying to eat my veil. He wore a bow tie on his bridle. I kissed his velvety nose to seal the start of our new lives as one. My mind returns to the bucket and to the water running over my hands and turning the dirt to mud. I take the well-worn bucket and fill it with oats and apple slices. Here you are, my love. He stomps his hoof and begins to eat. I go to dress before his stable boy arrives for the day. So much had changed in this one year. At first, I was intimidated by my new husband. He is very large and very serious. But we warmed to each other. I brushed him and scratched behind his ears. He gave me rides to town to do the shopping for fabrics and such. He slept in our cabin, but spent much of his time in his office, where the hay and the water trough are. We've settled into a peaceful, respectful routine. But I know I haven't been the perfect wife. I've engaged in betrayal. I, too, would disgrace my family more than ever if my transgressions were revealed. I haven't been faithful to my strong horse husband, despite his ability to pull a cart of bricks to the swelling cheers of the town. Though I love him in some way, I must admit, I have never been able to love him in the way a woman is supposed to love her husband. I am a sinner for that, and I have tried to reconcile with my destiny in hell. When I first laid eyes on Jeremiah, newly arrived and hired to be Chester's head stable boy, my heart galloped, much like Chester when the mayor asks him to lead the May Day Parade. Jeremiah walked on two legs and had no tail, but he was beautiful with sandy hair and strong arms that ended in hands, not hooves. I tried to stay away for weeks, but he was persistent. I think back to that first night when I was weak and I met him in my husband's own office of all places. The deceit sh sends shivers down my spine. I slipped out of the house by the light of the moon while my unknowing husband slept standing up, knee joints locked. I wanted to stop. The risk was so high, the betrayal so dastardly. But I couldn't. I love him. I love the stable boy, and he loves me. We've hatched a plan to run away, on foot, with no horses. I despair that I ended up like my sister, but there's no going back now. I can feel it inside me. I must tell Jeremiah today, I am with child, and imagine if I stayed, the news rapidly spreading, 
through town like wildfire, starting as a whisper, ending in a mob. The horse's wife, she's given birth to a human baby. And that's, uh, that's the chapter. Oh, wow. my goodness. And what a chapter it was. A twist. <laughs> I know. There is so much in there to unpack. I know. And I just, I just have to say um, it's so exciting hearing a book uh, from this perspective. Um, I, although I am – I'm not 100% clear on who, how who, – they were horses. Um, no, the the wife is not a horse. The wife is not case. a horse. Great. Yes. So that answers my first question. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the they were wife, s- as always, human. It so has human. to be. And I, I go also. I like that because I don't think a horse could write a book. I don't think so. They couldn't hold the pencil. They couldn't mm. type. It no. would not be, in uh, the way no, exactly. we've been taught it in secretarial be, school. It would be too much of a stretch of the imagination to believe that a horse could write a book. I no, would never buy course. that. A woman marrying a horse. Okay, I can get on board. To save her yeah, family's reputation. Fiction. Yeah, a universal right. theme. It's yeah. simply, it's simply a matter of uh, which dignity, is, which is very honorable. And you went uh, to secretarial school as well, uh, of course. How many, how many years were you there? Because I would eight. 18 years I was in there. Um, I was in school for one year. And oh, wow. then I, uh, I was a secretary for six months before okay. I met my first husband. Oh, my. Oh. That's incredible. Yes. I can't believe you went through school that fast. It took me quite a long time. I'm very good at typing. I've written all these books. That's so impressive. I'm very good at it. So secretarial school is school for secretaries? Uh, yes. Okay. You become a secretary to meet your husband. Of oh, course. I gotcha. went, I was confused. I meant to go to secretariat school. <laughs> Which um, would make sense for the horses. It's about the yeah. horse. I was trying to study it and sort of get my background together. That's actually a 25-year program. It's so a 25. So you should have known something was wrong when you got out in 18. I really should have known. It was the first but you were celebrating too. You were so proud of yourself that you finished early. I yeah. really, I thought I was very smart. Turns out I, I was incredibly slow at what I was doing. <laughs> I That was the, the first 16 years I was... That's why I was so confused at typing, because I kept raising my hand and asking questions about the horses. You thought that you were uh, learning how to type for when you started learning about Secretariat. To be honest, I mostly was dropping little uh, bits of trail mix into the keyboard, and I was just trying to get it back out. <laughs> That's what like of uh, the first three years of school were for me. Was there any part of uh, the Secretariat school where... Like a residency, like you might do for. A, I like, did live you know. in a field. Okay. Is that sort of what you mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, I was field placed. In, I was placed in um in a field, and uh, my job was just to stay there. Yeah, and I did that very well and stand for hours at a time. For hours at a time, I can lock my knees, much like the horses yes, in your book, much books. like the husband. Yes, but unfortunately, I cannot eat grass. I found that out the hard way. And that's oh, why you couldn't graduate. That's why I couldn't graduate. Yes. Oh, by by the way, 18 years, I didn't finish. <laughs> I just left. So, but you left after a year and you yes. found your husband. That's very yes, exciting. Yes, my first husband. Dare I ask what kind of wife did that make you? Um, I was a perfect wife. Oh, the perfect wife. I was a perfect wife, uh, much like my first book, The Perfect Wife. Uh-huh. Uh, Autobiographical? Yes. I I love being a wife. It's my passion. Uh, I've been married. Hi, everybody. Tim Heidecker here with huge news. We have a terrific episode of Office Hours Live prepared for you. We had the great stand-up comedian Kyle Kinane come in and a very special in-studio music session from legendary Emdu Mokhtar. You're not going to want to miss this one. You can find it on your podcast app of choice by going to Sears or Macy's and getting an iPod and then coming home, charging it up and listening through your app. Eight times. Oh, my goodness. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, does it get easier with time? Uh, or better? It or? doesn't get easier because, unfortunately, they've all died. Oh, that's Each a shame. Each one of your husbands has died? Each one of them. Colin and I would just like to take a second to say condolences. Died. Thank yeah, you so we are much. We're so sorry. And I, now, it, did all eight of them die? Or the is the eighth one the current one? Is that 
I'm currently on the search. Okay. 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 That's uh, to shout out to the literati semi-state. <laughs> I don't know what your how I'm you go about finding a husband for but... the plot of my next book. You okay. know, uh, if you have an interesting profession, mm. an interesting quality, the plumber's wife. I could out. see that. Yeah. Yeah. The anthropologist's wife. Mm. Yeah. Now, uh, so aren't you yourself though? You are an author, so your husband could be. The author's husband. No. Mm, this okay. is, we're falling into the same no. trap as the, the mother's husband right. from before. Because yeah. I'm focusing on the wrong character. You're focusing on the wrong. That is disrespectful to me. That's mm. disrespectful to wives. I'm so sorry. I, yeah. I'm so sorry. I'm still learning a lot of this stuff. I the will wife s- community? Mm-hmm. Look, he's going to apologize. You can stand back. I, and I do. I apologize. I take it all back. My words came out. Uh, they came from a place of ignorance. And I would like to say I have nothing but the utmost respect. Some of my uh, my mother is a wife. Uh, and my, my mother my is, sister a, is a wife you, as you well. You know wives. I yeah, know, yeah, wives. know wives. Uh, yeah. That's w- the only way that I can really respect a woman is through the experience of one that I'm related to. Yes. And that's how I get their humanity. Now, I would love to hear very quickly how all eight of your husbands died one by mm. one. Oh, my. Okay. Number one. Mm-hmm. Number one was a nurse. Oh. Number one was a nurse. And one night after I had finished my manuscript, can you imagine right after I'd finished my manuscript for the nurse's wife? Yeah. Uh, you know, subverts expectations. You see, right, uh, sure. progressive for its time. Yeah, very uh, much so. And you must be at the end of finishing that book. You must be like, oh, I'm ready to celebrate. I want to, you know, see where my husband's at. Yes. Uh, his throat. Had been slit with a scalpel. Oh, oh my God. That is how terrible for you. And really you know, brutal. It wasn't sterilized, and that's what got him. Oh, so he survived. He the, might survived. have been saved. He, he survived he the tetanus? throat slashing. Someone had touched it, Ooh. and they had oh. not washed their hands oh. up to the wrist. Yeah. <laughs> You got to go up they to the only, wrist. They had only normal wash their now, hands. Mm-hmm. You got to go all the way up. I go up to the elbow. Now, I, I know you're going to tell us how uh, all of your husbands yes. have died. But a uh, quick question. Did their deaths coincide with when uh, your manuscripts Can you were believe finished? it? That, yes. It's like they're stealing your focus, like stealing focus from you. Like you taking had this the thunder. Big, yeah, it, taking the thunder. It came with it. a gift. Uh, yeah. Sure, sure, you know, sure. When I... I get to have a lot of experiences mm-hmm. as a wife. Yeah. I get to have all the experiences I want. Yeah. Uh, and I never have to be an ex-wife. Oh, yeah. Because that's shameful. Yeah. Oh, good. You are a, a widow eight times over. I am. There's something so noble about having a loved one die. Yeah. And so ignoble about being able to mutually acknowledge that a relationship isn't working. It's oh, terrible. Yeah. It's disgraceful. I, I don't even want to think about to it. To go in front of all your loved ones at a church or synagogue or um, any uh, even a city hall building and to say, I love you forever. It means to stay with that person and force them to love you whether or not your feelings change. And that means sticking with that person, even if you grow to hate them, you've got to force them to be with you. And because you said one time 50 years ago, we love each other. That can't change. Too many witnesses. Yeah, too many witnesses. I I just I love institutions. Oh, me too. Uh, I uh, true story. My aunt, uh, I once uh, come from a. Irish Catholic family, my aunt. Congratulations. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, but my aunt uh, said uh, said regarding her husband that she was like, I would never get a divorce. I would kill him, though. <laughs> and and mm. so yeah. I think that's, uh, you know, that's the... That's the mental state uh, some people are in. You but know. of course, that has nothing to do with Diana's situation. No, here no, 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 no. Died no. Of so I will you- say that I would respect a murderer more than a divorcee, oh, I yeah, think. Of course. <laughs> yeah. But that is not the case. We're no. talking about not here. No, 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 no. no, no. Um, now, no, uh, no. did you find the person who gave your husband germs through his neck slit? No. No. So he was never found. Oh, this what a criminal shame. Is the still criminal on the loose. is still at large. Oh, That's, I just want to take this moment to say public service announcement. When you wash your hands, go up to the elbow, up fill the up the elbow. sink, dunk your if arms in there. If it's good enough for doctors, it's good enough for me. Absolutely. Exactly. And then it should be good enough for nurses mm-hmm. who are it just, I think, young doctors. Yes. When it's they're a, children yes, doctors. They're child doctors. They're children doctors. They're the ponies. 
that become into horses. And, and speaking this, of, yeah. of ponies and horses, uh, Chester Clydesdale. I want to hear a little bit more about this fella. How did you come up with a character like that? Chester Clydesdale is, uh, in a way, he's the ideal man mm. that many of us find at the end of the day we don't want the ideal man. Mm. Okay, that's confusing. Sometimes, sometimes the, the strength mm. and the respect... And the soberness. It's intimidating. It's too much. Ah, the stateliness yes. of pure masculinity. Yes. Mm. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes we stray. Yeah, of course. Very human. Of, of course, I get that. Experience. There's something about men. Ugh, so good. <laughs> I don't know. Is it their right? smell? <laughs> is it just the way that they refuse to introspect? Uh, I don't know what it is. There's just something yeah. so good about men. I the way they cross their arms. Oh, oh yeah, and the gosh. way they spread their legs. Stunning. The way they yeah. talk over everybody. I love it. I love it. Um, so Chester Clydesdale was that based off of a person in your life, or a horse, or a horse in your life? I think it's, uh, you know, it's a little bit of all my husbands, mm. as all as all my tales are. I think that that one might be most based off of my second husband. Okay. Uh, who I wrote about in my book, The Doctor's Wife. Oh, okay. The Doctor's Wife. So the wife. first book was The Nurse's Wife. Yes. The second book was The Doctor's Wife. Was the, yes. Were they in a series? Uh, no. No. Okay, no. totally. So no, you no, could no. read The Doctor's Wife very first. Very different. Very okay. different. Okay. Gotcha. Uh, I, I met my next husband, The Doctor, at The Nurse's Funeral. Oh. Okay. That and makes sense. we couldn't help it. We fell in love. Oh, I love a good romance story. You know, and, and also like turning tragedy into something beautiful. Something yeah, so beautiful. it's you know? the soil from which a, silver a flower lining. Gro- yeah. playbook. Yes, yeah. a silver lining, much like the silver of the scalpel that also killed my doctor mm. husband. Mm-hmm. This one, scalpel again. This one, it was clean. Okay, so okay, the scalpel this time did. This ki- time they did it the right way. It, they, they, they as if they'd almost learned from. Hey, I don't know mistake. if it was the same person. Right, that's hey, true. I don't. We don't and, know. And so now this uh, this person who killed the doctor husband of yours mm-hmm. are they still at large or they were caught? Oh, they must have been caught. They were not caught. Not caught. Wow. Either. Are the police not doing their jobs? <laughs> Devastating. But they were not caught. Oh, I am that so makes, sorry for you. They are still running around. Now, I'm who so found the corpse of your doctor husband? And I really don't want to. I hope it's not what I think. It was me. Oh, oh. that sucks. It was me. <laughs> that sucks so bad. In the dead of night, I uh. went to go pick him up from the supply closet yeah. where he said he was. And then I screamed. I said, oh. And he's you know, dead. Men, oh. men in their supply closets. He's dead. Men are always spending oh. time in supply he, closets. He screamed just like that. He said, "Oh, I'm getting gloves. Come pick me up in the mm-hmm. closet." <laughs> and uh, there he was, devastating. Oh, how, I was devastated. How, how horrifying for you! Thank to, you to oh. see two husbands die. Two. Or, yeah. What a shame. And then you've got to say, "What do I do with this body?" Well, it's already in the closet. It's already in the, you know, I said, help, help. Yeah, right. Please. They have uh, gurneys there. Oh, yeah. So, it's a hospital. Actually, I, that's I, one of the better places I to get so. your throat slit. Yeah. You know, another silver lining. Right. Uh, yeah. If it's not going to be at Cirque du Soleil, it might as well easy. be at a hospital. Pretty easy disposal. That's, yeah. I mean, at least, yes, again, silver lining. Um, now, how, um, if I could ask you, Diana, mm-hmm. how are you doing? <sighs> you know, every husband has helped me heal a little bit. Okay. Uh, after that, you know, I met this train conductor. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, you can read the train conductor's wife oh, to hear wow. about oh, how that works, you yeah. know. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, that lasts about two years. Right. It's about Finished a, my manuscript. Yeah. This one got published. Oh, uh, congratulations. Before, you know. Oh, oh no. no. Don't say it. <sighs> Don't say. He got shoveled into Somebody pushed him in front of a train. Oh. That stinks so bad. And you know the worst part? What? We don't know who. Oh, Oh, come We don't know who did it. They don't put cameras on trains anymore? You would think. Put it right on the front. Busy train station. If nothing else, that would be fun to watch the footage back later. This monster. They must have known someone with inside information. They knew the blind spot. Right. (sighs) 
And they just uh, pushed them. Like just I've, a part of the track where they don't yeah, have cameras on They just on pushed it? them. Oh. I've heard of murder on the Orient Express, but murder on some other train. Murder oh, yeah. by the Orient Express. Oh, oh my God. The train did it the whole the time. The train Man. did it. Diana, and where, that's where, awful. Where, where, uh, where in the world do you hail from? Where, yeah. where, where are they, in the world do you hail where, from? Where, where we, these, always, we forget to ask yeah. our authors, where in the world do you hail from? I am centered in Milwaukee. <laughs> Milwaukee okay. Police Department. Get it together. Do Get your okay. job. But say, Do maybe your job. If you did a little less Dunkin' Donuts and a little bit more checking your notes. Yeah. Three husbands murdered. That's And where were you during this um, unfortunate incident? I was I was home alone. Oh, that I was out. just home by myself. Yeah. Oh, man. Reading a book. My dear friend Sue. Mm-hmm. Her book. Uh, Sue Grafton? Yes. Oh, what a great author. Uh, I... I was home alone. Yeah. With mm. our with our dogs, mm. our cat. Okay. So that's enough people to kind of be an alibi. They can right. vouch for you, yeah. yeah. This yeah. book Who I would was leave reading dogs it. and cats alone. No. Yeah. And if you were home reading the book, then you'd remember what the book's about. Of course. I re- 20 pages went by. Oh, my God. The bookmark was one place, then it was the other. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what more proof do you need, yeah. Milwaukee police? I said, sir... Yesterday it was here. Mm-hmm. Today it's here. This morning I was grocery shopping. When else would I have had the time to move the bookmark? To read these 25 pages. You don't just, only that a psychopath out. would move the bookmark if they hadn't read those pages. Yeah. That's truly disturbing. You would disturbed. lose your place. You know, I don't know if you heard in the intro, but I am working on developing the world's thickest bookmark. Mm. Uh, would you buy something like that? Hmm. It's very, well, very well, thick. Well, describe it. Let's, yeah, let's, let's, okay. like, let's, can you, okay, can you tell pitch. if it's been moved? Uh, oh, yeah, you can tell. Okay. Uh, so you know how most bookmarks are thin like a piece of paper? Yes. This is kind of like a brick. Ah. You will need to remove some of the pages from the book to make room for The book pretty the- much ends up lying open flat, and then you just kind of put the brick on top of it and hold your place down. So you can't really, it's harder, it is harder, I'll admit it, I'll be the first to admit it, it is harder to move the book from place to place or put it in your back pocket, but it is much easier to know where your page if is. If we respected books as they were meant to be respected, we wouldn't be moving them anyways. Mm-hmm. Yes, books should stay, much like children, should stay where they are. Yes. So I I, I wanted to talk for a second. Now, I, I obviously, condolences again on yes. this third dead husband. So Thank sorry you. to hear about that. Um, I wanted to know a little bit about your writing process. Yes. Obviously, um, you do pull a lot from your uh, your husband's profession. I do. I'm finding constant inspiration. When you sit down I mean, people, to write. We, yeah, people, authors mm. pull inspiration from their own lives. There's nothing nothing unusual about right. that. Right. Colin yeah. is often inspired by the Animorphs book series. Yeah. I pull from my own life. I love those damn Animorphs. And then I write... Uh, I call them uh, cartoonomorphs. It's a totally original, it's very different. Or, yeah, and I, and people, I have gotten, I have gotten cease and desist. So have I, you? I have. You never give up. I never no. give up. You I just never give up. Are fans who ask him to stop writing because <laughs> they don't like the books. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I'm inspired by I um, uh, the news. I read the news uh, and I course. let that uh, oh, kind great. of just spark my mind and see where that could go. Sometimes I look at the news. Mm. Sometimes it says uh, wife of, you mm. know, wins mm-hmm. award. Right. Mike Pence's and wife. And I go, good for her. She did it. Out there We're winning awards. It. Oh, it's so great to see women being married to men. I love that. Yeah. Um, and and yeah. still achieving things yeah still going out there now and my book series obviously uh is called the weather and uh it's largely inspired by what i've read in the newspaper oh that's the part of the news that that's where you draw your inspiration only part i can focus on the other stuff makes me sad and or is confusing Mm. um but so for your writing process when you sit down uh, take us through a day of writing for diana lincoln corbin green o'connell okay now are oh are these all your this makes middle sense. names, or are these some of the? These uh, are some of my husband's names. Okay. Not all of them. I yeah. pick and choose. Uh, Sometimes I switch them out. Well, rotate the them around. If you had eight last names, that'd be ridiculous. I think a nice mm. four. That rolls it's, off it's the like tongue. It's like going into a closet, saying, "What am I going to wear today?" Mm. You know, you pick some shoes. You yeah. pick a top. You pick a skirt. And what did Coco Chanel say? She said, before you leave the house, take off one thing. Yes, I started with five last names. Okay, uh, got it. Okay, and you, you ditched one. I end one. up with four. Yeah. Tomorrow, it'll be different. That's so, every day you should address yourself accordingly. Yes. 
My middle initial is J, and sometimes it stands for John, sometimes it stands for Jebediah, sometimes it stands for Jesus. It just sort of depends on the mood I'm in and who I'm trying to impress or coerce. Michael Jesus Wolf. I think it's got a really good ring to it, and I'd love it if you guys would come to the warehouse where I preach on Sundays. It's very expensive. But Diana Lincoln, Gorbin Green O'Connell, you sit down to write. What happens? I sit down in the den. Mm-hmm. I sit down in the den. Mm. All of my husband's just photographs looking over me. <laughs> I sit down and I say, what is a profession? Mm-hmm. What's a job? Mm. And then I say, God, what would it be like if in the morning your husband left for that job? Mm-hmm. And then at night he came back from that job. Ooh, that's interesting. It's very interesting. What would that be like? And I just try to put myself in that woman's shoes. Mm-hmm. And as I've said, I try to have as many experiences as possible so that I can speak true to life. I can really get in those characters' shoes. Yeah, yeah you don't want to. You don't want to be doing a disservice or disrespecting uh, someone someone who has had those experiences. Right. You want to live them yourself. I you want know to ta- know. You want right. to know what you're talking about. Yes. I think if you're going to write about something, you should have had to live it. Yeah. Yes. Also, I... I not, that it, not that it should matter, but I do wonder what uh, your husbands, when they were alive, mm-hmm. uh, felt about you uh, sitting to write under the photographs of all your other dead husbands that came before them. Did they ever you know, bring it up? They're not allowed in the den. That's fair. Hey, that's, that's fair. They a are room not, of one's own. Yeah. And if they go in the den, you know, I just say, honey, please don't. Okay. Oh, that's yeah. it. That's uh, it. That's I it. Just for a second. Oh, yeah. When you said when they go in the den, if you sort they of clench go your in fi- the den. Okay. I just say, please, that's my space. Okay. I need it. And that's wow. it. Because your eyes did You're roll in the no, back of your I, head I when say, you. Uh, I say, darling, my you, sweet. Yeah. Mm. Okay. I need this to do my art, okay. please. And that's fair. You're, Honey, you're, let me make you some dinner. You're clutching that letter opener very tightly right now, and you're making scratches in the table. They're just, you know, they, they're not supposed to go in the den. Yeah. That's why you it's know, locked. We shouldn't, we shouldn't. I mean, it's also. That's it was why rude, it's locked. Rude, it's, yeah. Why it's locked. It was it rude It was only a problem it. when I was married to the locksmith. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that's the when locksmith. I became, and I said, Honey, please don't go in the den. Please don't go in the den. And he said, Oh, okay. Oh, that's great. And then yeah. I felt so terrible that we had fought. Right. Yeah. Right before he passed. Oh, oh no. Yeah. How soon oh. after the fight? The next day. Oh. I God, felt that... awful. You know, they say don't go to bed angry, but yeah. I think even more than that is don't die angry. My yeah. biggest regret. Oh, that's oh. such a shame, Diana. Yeah, I'm so sorry to hear Thank that. You. Did you get to... You didn't get any closure with him before the fight? And no. you get to reconcile. One night, this. The next day, river. Oh, in a uh, river. The next day. What an undignified way to die. Just what? bunch of keys in his pocket. Oh, bloated and, and with a bunch of keys in I his pocket. I couldn't help but feel that it was because of our fight. Oh, and that you haunts can't, me. You cannot no. blame yourself. It for haunts this. You me. You cannot. That's, you're gonna Clearly, keep, this you, locksmith was very sick yeah, in the head. And uh, you can't, I mean... You I can't just, keep uh, all those keys in your pocket if you're going swimming. You're an artist. Yeah. I can't help it. You're an artist. You, you can't you. carry this thank burden you. with you through the rest of your life. That's not fair to yourself. Uh, you got to let it go. I let wish. Go. I wish I could believe oh. you. I'm so sorry to hear that. That is so no. tragic. It, it really is. Now, I, hopefully, the police finally found must have. the person who did this. No. Ah, oh, come on. I'm, now I'm getting kind no. of ticked now off. Now I'm getting real I'm mad. Getting ticked off. Yeah, I have they, a good mind to call inept. the Milwaukee. They inept. What? They're uh, inept. Yeah, somebody should take their badges and yes. poke them with them. Yes. Yeah. Uh, poke them with their own badge. Get them out of Milwaukee. Get them out of Milwaukee. Milwaukee's Mil- finest? No. Yeah. Milwaukee's worst. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Milwaukee. That's what I say. Milwaukee away. Yeah. Milwaukee talkie. To, uh, to your chief yeah, and tell him you mi- suck. Yeah, mill, 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 walk. Mill worsty. Walk. Talk. The, the will talk. talk the talk. You stink. We're gonna, yeah. You I'm stink. too mad to think of a good zinger for I'm these. I'm so uh, mad. Yeah. Thank you. And yeah. Colin only has room for one emotion in his brain. <laughs> yeah. The doctor said yeah. it's really, yeah. it's one at a time in mm-hmm. there. 
Mm-hmm. I appreciate it being anger yeah. right now because I am so angry. Yeah, I'm understandably. So angry. Yeah. So just give me. Will a se- I ever find peace? I um, don't know. Well, so just give me a second to switch emotional <laughs> gears. <laughs> okay, I'm back. Okay. It's it's like a room that can only fit one person, and there's an indoor and an outdoor, and there's a whole line of emotions. So when one comes in, the other has to come yeah. out. That seems tough. What would you call that? What would you call yourself with hmm. that? I uh, I uh, emotionally restricted. No, mm. what would stunted? Yeah, emotionally stunted. Mm. I'd say simple calling. <laughs> That's interesting. Are you married? I am uh I am not married. I, I uh I believe we've established this on the podcast. Oh yes, yeah. yes, that you've never even had sex. Yeah, that I'm a virgin. Why uh, did we, we establish is, that? I don't remember But it's canon. I mean it's true. <laughs> we've established it, and so this is part of my character now. And so uh part of the char- like the your personality. My personality, character. yes. Now Colin, yeah. didn't you recently um You've been going out for a lot of jobs recently. I have. Have you heard back from any? I know you you put in your application at Sweet Green to be a salad tosser. You were going to work at uh, a bowling alley. You were going to be a pin resetter. Uh, There were like six or seven other really interesting jobs. Did any of them come through? No. I think, you know what they said the problem was? What? That I was applying for uh, very specific positions that I seem to have made up. Oh, that I just assumed okay. they had. You kind of were pitching them your idea. I position. thought it was sort of like working on an assembly line where you just do one thing at sure. each of these places. Sure. And so I was saying, I want to be a solid t- tosser. Yeah, yep. salad, salad tosser. tosser. You want to check green. the bowling balls uh, holes to yep. make sure there aren't bugs yeah, in them. Yeah, I wanted to, uh, you know, I wanted to be the guy who polished the coffee beans at uh, mm-hmm. at uh, Starbucks. You want to be the person to switch out the uh, spring jackets on books at bookstores mm-hmm. for uh, winter coats. Exactly. But uh, none of these? So you're, t- no, you're an unemployed man. I am also unemployed. Yeah. Okay. Mm. I don't have a lot going for me right now. But you are a podcaster. I am a podcaster. Mm. So I... Yes, I have it all. Hmm. I mean, of... no one's ever done the Virgin Simpleton podcaster's wife before. It's oh, an idea. Not that I know oh, of. No. I wow. don't think anyone's done it. Am I witnessing a meet cute? <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> Too early to tell. We try to keep romance out of the podcast, but hey, I am easy to step away and let sparks fly. <laughs> I'm going to talk to Sue, see what she thinks. Oh, yeah. You got to you got to ask uh, Ms. Yeah, Grafton. I hope uh yeah, I mean, uh I would be Honored, and uh, I'm gonna just be very careful uh, and uh, check the locks at night. Make sure no murderers get in. Yes, uh, yeah. don't go in that den. Milwaukee <laughs> is so dangerous. I know, clearly, yeah. a hotbed of crime. So, but Diana, uh, of course, before this, uh, the Horse's Wife is your most recent book, yes. right? Mm-hmm. And you always write about the experiences of your husbands. Yes, for that book. So, talk us through the origin of. The idea for the horse's wife. I met this horse. Okay. Okay. Wow. I met a horse, um, a Clydesdale, of course. Beautiful. Uh, a beautiful breed. Beautiful. Uh, his name was Chester. Okay. Uh, the perfect you horse. You know, I said, hey, can't beat perfection. Right. Sometimes truth is better than fiction. Yes. And mm. he was a beautiful horse. Beautiful, stoic, uh, just cold enough to pique my interest. Oh. And they said, they said, you can't marry this horse. Oh. Who said it's that? illegal. You can't marry. Milwaukee said this. Oh, oh okay. This is, when the lo- this is God, when the law I hate steps Milwaukee. in. This is when the law decides to step in. And you know, I just can't leave because I cannot bring my beautiful pet bird across state lines. Okay. Because it is an exotic variety. Of course. And I'm stuck in this terrible place. They said, you cannot marry this horse. And I said, please, it's for literature. And they said, you can't. And so I just had to imagine, what if? What if? What if? And also, you know, you say it's for literature. They don't care. You know, these heathens, these heathens. We why do people not care about the arts? We're defunding art programs. It would be like telling J.K. Rowling she can't write on napkins at the coffee shop where she famously came up with the idea for Harry Potter. She tried to marry Mm. a goblin. She did. And they said no. And so she said, what if? 
She said, what if? She said, what if? Yeah, they were like, no, you can't. That doesn't exist. And Show one us of one. the oh. most successful franchises in human history was born. The Goblin's Wife. Her less famous, and- but still very impactful book series which i've read every one of and, and i love it i know you you didn't you weren't allowed to actually marry this horse but i have to ask is the horse still with us um he is oh okay god Woo! okay he is still with us i am not thank allowed goodness. to see him oh just because you want just because you tried owners, to marry they said hey stop trying to marry our horse nobody In secret uh- I'm sorry. Nobody owns a horse. They said every time we look away, you're trying to exchange rings with this horse. Oh, oh gosh. And, and they won't let me see him anymore. Own a horse. I mean, yeah. D- does someone own the sun? Uh, do I have to check in every time I want to get a suntan? this while I was still getting over my eighth husband. Oh. While oh. I was still mourning and just looking for some comfort in this cold world. Who was the eighth husband? So you might have heard of my... You know, one of my recent books. Sure, uh-huh. It's called The Giant's Wife. Uh-huh, yes. And yes, that was a very, that very one was popular very, book. Very, very popular. Oprah's book club. Yeah. She loved it. Oh, had, did you get to meet her? No. Oh, I've heard the best things. I didn't. She said, I got an email. Mm. I got an email that said, You've been chosen. Uh, but I did not get to meet her. And I actually did never see. Um, one of the copies with the right, right with, with the, the little, little oh, yeah. On it. yeah, I but, can make you one of those. But I got the email. Okay, um, that's all you need. So this is when I was married to a man who was six five, <laughs> and with this one, I I really used my imagination and I transported us back to to fifteen sixty two. Mm. When 6'5 was so tall. <laughs> oh, back then six uh, five was like six nine. It was so tall. Everyone. So short. That's incredible. Yes. And so I imagine what would it be like to be this man's wife mm. when everyone was four feet tall? It would have been something. Let it's me tell short, you. Because ah. I was going to say this seems, I mean, at least in the, in the, in regards to you are, you are placing this story in a different time period. Yes. This uh, seems like a departure from your uh, uh, normal wife's uh, yes. books but also this was, I was more gonna, historical yeah fiction. And I, was, I mean as is the horse's wife i right. love sure. historical fiction well, i was i was also gonna no say dna <laughs> testing yeah exactly you don't have to deal with all these pesky things like fingerprints and Ugh. yeah and also i was gonna say scene. that uh, i wouldn't have had to be so mad at the cops for not being able to figure it out exactly all these tools at their mm-hmm. disposal Yes. But also a giant this seems like it might be the first one that wasn't the husband's profession Unless, True. but now that you're saying that it takes place in 1542, I mean, maybe they, giant was the maybe, job. Well, maybe that could the, have this, been this an attraction. This was a little more yeah. of like um, a fantasy. Uh, mm-hmm. So in in this, no- of course, you've read it. You know, of course, oh, yeah. you've read yes. it multiple times. You told me before. Multiple. Uh, mm-hmm. he, as the tallest man mm. anyone has ever met, mm. as this giant, they all say, "Ha ha ha, giant!" But then the king enlists him. Mm. To get things right. and to hang things right. that are high up. The tapestries. And so as the wife, mm. you know, just like near the court, not quite in it all the way. Right. The giant's wife. Wow. wow. If you will. And so this also took place in England or some um, other place or Spain. Yeah. Spain? <laughs> yes. Okay. Famously, I remember because they kept of having course. Spanish omelets for breakfast. Yes. I loved that detail. Yes. yes. Uh, I, 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 so I, what I really enjoyed in reading your oeuvre was seeing how your writing changed. And it went from mm-hmm. kind of a very like, here's my, the first one was an autobiography and it became more and more and more imaginative. Yeah. So where do you see the future of writing for you? Mm. Where, where do you go next? <laughs> the woman who's written it all and married it all. You know, I've, this is, this is big. Uh-oh. I've been thinking my next book might be about the daughter. Oh. Oh, my goodness. The father with a profession? The hat maker's daughter. Oh. Oh. Wow. Yes. Wow. The daughter of a prominent milliner. Yes. And how does that work? Oh, gosh. How does that work out for her? It's not the same. It's not the same as a wife. You know, the world is changing and I'm trying to change with it. Right. Uh, daughters are women, too. Yes. Yeah. 
and daughters. Everyone's so, met a daughter. Mm-hmm. Have you have you met daughters? Uh, not myself, but I have friends who have. You've heard you you know someone who knows. A daughter. Yes, yes, definitely. Okay. And I think one of my I think one of my aunts is a daughter. Mm. But oh, it's not yeah. quite the same. Only one of your aunts is a daughter, yeah, right? Yeah. Yes, she is. But I we don't speak anymore. Uh, now, uh, daughters can be tough. Now, yeah. is, is this also going to be one of your books where you are uh, uh, putting yourself in the place of someone else? Are you drawing from any experiences you've had as a daughter? So I've been seeing a hat maker. Mm. Okay. And I am just going to stretch myself. Yeah. And my brain and try to imagine, oh, the experiences I'm having. Mm. What if it was the daughter having them? Okay. 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 What would it be like if we had a 16-year-old daughter? Mm. I'm infertile. I I have no children. Just my birds. Same. I'm sterile. But, you know, I might try to have a daughter a different way. So they can say, now what's this like for you? Would you ever consider your novels to be like your children? In a way, yes. They're the product yeah. of my unions. Of your labor. Mm. My beautiful, yes. and I watch them oh, grow. Yeah. That's very beautiful. And I watch everyone go, oh, yay. Mm. We love it so much. This book won a spelling bee. Like I imagine if you have a baby. Right. Yeah. Everyone, everyone cheers goes, oh, in town. Oh, yay. Oh, toss the baby. Oh, yay. It's on a list. Oh, Oprah oh, it's on loves 10 this lists. baby. This is Oprah's baby of the month. What is the... Uh, and so I'm assuming the, the reception for uh, yes. your books has been... Uh, you've received... Resounding. Resounding. Received great acclaim. Yeah. Mm. Do, has anyone... Uh, maybe, I don't know if Oprah... Extent, has anyone like, uh, you know, tried to help you solve any of these murders? If the Milwaukee it must police be aren't so doing hard it, to has anyone tried to use their po- powerful position to help you... Figure out who who did this. Launched a maybe a task for. I've been watching Big Little Lies, and yeah. the police in that town. I mean, they get some things right, they get some things wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, but I wish some of the people in that show were helping try and figure out who killed all your husbands. Yeah, unfortunately, no. Ugh. Everyone, Oprah, she says it's too grisly. I right. don't want to be involved with this. Right. Oprah, Oprah doesn't want to touch what it. What if we can't catch them? Right. And I go, oh, no, don't even talk about that. And none wow, of them that have seems been very the, passionate. I can't even think about if we don't catch them. Oh, this line seems like it's just something that's rattling around in your head all day. I can't even bear to think about it. Oh, and there's I one say, tear coming out of the corner of your eye. Don't make me ponder a world in which we don't find out the monsters okay. who Colin, did we're this. pushing okay, her too okay, far. Okay, this okay, is okay, an emotional okay, breakdown. Okay. So sorry. We shouldn't have brought it up. It's so, it must yeah. still be so raw. It's it must be really so raw. raw. You are smiling quite a lot. It's so raw. <laughs> I can't stand it. Oh, don't. Oh, I, I hate when our guests me. cry. No, we won't. We won't push you anymore. We won't Why ask did you bring me here questions. just to talk to me about no, this? We, no, we, we wanted to talk to you about your books. We're I sorry. didn't even want to talk about We're this. So, we we just, shouldn't have brought it we up. We don't even we, want to yeah. know how your husband, uh, the other ones died. We're so sorry. Anything Thank we can you. do. Thank you. It was so awful when my fisherman husband, the hook went through his no. mouth and he oh. was just lifted in the air. <laughs> Someone was fishing from above the he ground? Straight up. And hung like a shark oh. just from his tail. Oh, no. like in a prize photo. Yeah. Oh, that's such a that shame. And then in the morning, they found him and they said, oh, God, <laughs> who could have even gotten close enough? <laughs> what a sicko. What a sick freak. Who, who would he have, he have even let on his boat? Oh, oh right. Because said, who could have opened that tackle box where that specific hook was? And I'm sure you had a good. Ex- you weren't. You were probably reading another book, and the bookmark would prove right. And yes. it's not like having been married to a locksmith, you'd have the ability I to get into any door you could ever want to. Oh, your sister. I'd been at my sister's, oh. and they called her, and she said, "Oh, yes." <laughs> well, there she you go. Said, you can't argue with she that. She said yes. Can't believe this. So for sure. <laughs> so you've had to you've had to discover your uh, nurse husband dead. Yes. Doctor husband dead. Locksmith husband dead. Train conductor husband. Train conductor husband dead. Dead. Fisherman husband dead. Horse husband forcibly removed by neighbors. <laughs> Without the K. But then there was also the giant husband. Yep. 
did. Uh, How- unfortunately, he was just so giant uh mm-hmm. heart failure. Yeah, yeah. No, that one that's good. That's tough for a lot of a lot of people uh just like the bodies. It's that just one's the only right. one that they were able to solve with and they were like this is 100%. We know who did they, it. They, it was, yeah. his, it was his nervous system. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. No was, one checks in out. In that case, it was his own body. <laughs> oh, so does that just leave one more husband? I think that's yeah, there's the one one left. The chef. Oh. The chef. The chef's wife. I chef's remember wife. reading that yes. book. It was a it was a fiction cookbook. <laughs> the chef's re- wife. You know, they, they work a hectic schedule. Of yes. course. Around but a then, lot of knives. Yes, but then he would come home and he would test new recipes on me. Okay. And this that could was be fun. Ironic. Um devastatingly so. Poisoned. Oh. No. In our own home. Oh. What? And he was the one cooking? I thought I could be safe there. Yeah. If there was one place, I said, at least we can lock the doors. At least if you're home with me, I know nothing bad can happen. And then... Poisoned in our uh, own home. That's so strange. That's so strange. And somehow I wasn't. You weren't home Which was the cruelest trick of all. To let you live. Why? Why could not I have also been poisoned with my chef husband? Yeah. Oh, no. And you can't... Again, you can't carry I this mean, around with you. God, the manuscript had already gone to my editor <sighs> because mm. I was too distraught. I couldn't have possibly finished it. Oh, God. In the state I was oh, in. Oh, I couldn't have met trying to write at a time like I that. I could not possibly. Uh, I had to take a year off. Oh, oh. A whole year. A whole year. Um, I'm sorry. I'm just hearing all of these now, all, all eight of these. And Diana, I have something to ask yes. you. Yes. Your husbands. Yes. Did you? And please be honest with us. Yes. Please. Or, uh, always. And our yeah. audience. Ought to be a writer, you must be honest. Of course. Thank you. The deaths of your husbands. Mm-hmm. Did you do them honor in the books you wrote about them yeah. in their lives? You know, I think the fact that they got on lists, mm. I think that is better than a than a gravestone. It's better than Which, a living. Did you get them gravestones? You know, little ones. Uh, I said they're they're getting the books. I mean, what, honestly, what more do they if need? you've got a did fish's you, hook picking you up in the, the air, it's did not, you did you use the little uh, did you use the books once they were published as the gravestones for your you husband? That's cute. That's cute. That's cute. Here he lies, star of you know, right? Uh, which you can find in bookstores now. That's a little plug. Yeah. yeah, you know what's? Here's an idea. Maybe on top of the gravestone, you press a little button and it starts reading you the audiobook. Oh yeah, oh, that could be cool. If yes. you just, uh, yeah, a little Kindle. Who'd you dedicate so, these books to? Sue. Oh yeah, my yeah, your good friend. friend. Good friend. You've Sue. got to. Um, you know, she's just helped me. She says, you know, you have to keep writing these books. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's I a go, good friend. It's a yes. really good friend. Well, at least if your husband's. Uh, couldn't uh, live, at least their legacy is able to live on through your work. Yes. Absolutely. And if it doesn't work out with the person who you are seeing right now, who you're going on dates with, I really, I would I would say uh, reach out to Colin. Uh, I know you've got his contact information from coming on the podcast. The he, Virgin Simpleton sounds like it yes. could be a good one. I mean, I, I don't know if this hat maker will work out. Yeah, the haberdasher's wife. I don't know. That's kind of a boring that's kind of boring yeah. to me a little bit. And I think that the Simpleton Virgin could be a little interesting. And yeah. I do think that while all of your husbands, except for the horse, have died in grisly, mysterious, unsolved deaths, something tells me that Colin, my good dear friend and collaborator, could be the one where this union could really I work. need a love that's not going to leave me. Oh, and Colin. <laughs> I'm going to stick around. <laughs> yeah. We don't call him I'm not going rock. anywhere. We don't call him stumpy for nothing. I've been burned, but. But I just hope that the next one yeah, you've had is tough. forever. Mm. Hey, I w- we hope gonna, that for you. I'm going to be there so much. through thick and thin. I'm going to be there for you. Thank wow. you. Yeah, well, Thank that's a little you. presumptuous call. And she hasn't even reached out yet. But we'll I like see what it. happens yeah. with, uh, with oh, the sure, new sure, sure. We'll see. Yeah. Um, and uh, as long as that doesn't affect Colin and my working relationship, that should be fine. Uh, and don't go in the den. I, 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 please I don't. Go. 
please don't go in the den. <laughs> I won't. <laughs> um, and uh, lastly, uh, before we go here, we just want to see if you have any advice to young aspiring writers who might be listening. Mm. You know, just live a life worth writing about mm. at any cost. At any cost. Mm. Just do it. No matter who suffers. You're the most, your writing is the most important thing. Wow. Amazing. So yeah. take that to heart, listeners. And don't go in the den. Don't go in the den. Don't go in the den. Live a life worth writing about and don't go in the den. Yeah. And uh, you're welcome for us pulling the strings and letting you um, bring all the guns in here into the studio past the metal detectors. I don't know why you needed to do that, but uh, we yeah. made it happen. Yeah. yeah, it just makes me feel safe. For sure. And, and that's, that's the end, end of that chapter. Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook.